All right, we live. We live. We live. We live. We back. How you doing, Miss King? Fantastic. That's a good thing. That's a good thing, <laughs> sir. All right. We back right here at Free Lawns, 440 North Mill Street. Asiatic Black, Two Black, Two Strong. Want to give a shout out once again, man, to my sponsors. That's Free Lawns, The Groove, Vertigo, Two Black, Two Strong. And give a shout out to Mr. Lee King in the building. Lee King is in the building. I'm talking about the King. Lee the King. Yes, sir. One time out, man, for KTJZ Radio Station. One of my sponsors also. How you doing, Kamikaze? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I got a call to come down here and do an interview. Interview? Uh, and I'm here. His- history, not his story. No you doubt. Know what I'm talking about? No doubt. No so, doubt. I'll give you what I can. Once, I'm going to start off like this right here, man. How long you been in the industry? Wow. Uh, come on now, Kamikaze. You ain't that old. 90 from, from 90 till, I mean, how long is that? Is this 20? 20 plus? Okay. Give or take? All right. A few of those years are kind of hazy, so I'm going I'm to say 20. Okay. Yeah. So like 28 years. Somewhere up in there. Yeah, give or take. Give or All take. All right, okay. Give or take. Man, how in the world have you stayed relevant all of these years? You know what? That's a good question. Um, I learned from a mentor of mine and and in my travels and, and in talking to a lot of people that you have to learn to reinvent yourself. Correct. Uh, species that don't evolve perish. And... If you do not learn how to evolve, if you do not learn how to reinvent yourself, if you do not learn how to, uh, you know, watch and research and take a look at, you know, what's happening and how technology evolves and how music evolves and how life evolves. If you do that, you're going to remain stagnant. Uh, and I won't say that I have the, the, the key to it or I won't say that you know it's some type of magic button i will just say that you know everything has its time and its season and you have to know when that time and that season is over and you have to know when it's time for you to turn the page and do something else and i think a lot of times sometimes people stay in a season too long and they stay on the page too long mm-hmm. and then ultimately at the end of the day they end up not making themselves relevant uh but you know i've just been blessed to be able to see and have the foresight uh, with God's will to be able to see when it was time to turn that page and when it was time to close the chapter and start something new and to reinvent myself. I've been able to, to reinvent myself as the generations have passed from, you know, being an artist and then now into the stage of, you know, being a, a in an administrative role as a manager, as a label head, as a consultant, as a promoter, as uh, somebody that pushes the culture here. Mm-hmm. In town, okay. Um, being in the in the industry uh, this this long, did you start off Kamikaze? What where did the name come from? What I mean, you know, I've always been Kamikaze. I mean, when I was at Chestain, actually, you know, when we was in band back mm-hmm. in Chestain, right. you know, what I'm saying when it was Brad Franklin and and Jay James, two ugly, really black dudes at Chestane, you know what I'm saying, in the back in the percussion section Pop- at Chestane. Pop- popular, you forgot yeah, to leave that out. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, we, right. yeah, right. yeah, we were. So, uh, I looked in the dictionary. <clears throat> uh, my mom was an English teacher, and uh, she made me learn a new word in the dictionary every day. 
I had to get the dictionary and I had to learn a new word, a new vocabulary word every day. So when I was trying to come up with a, uh, a rap name, I looked in the dictionary for the most imposing and the most uh, intimidating sounding name that I could think of. And Kamikaze was the name that I came up with. And what, then, does, what does it mean? In Japanese, it means a divine wind. Gotcha. So when I saw that definition, I said then that that's what you wrote. This is with. something that kind of fits with it. The okay. name sounds intimidating, but at the same time, the definition of Kamikaze is something that goes along with my style. And I thought, you know, as an MC, I thought my style was kind of like a divine wind. Okay. So it fit perfectly, and I've had it. Ever since then, ever since the eighth grade at Chestain, I've been been kamikaze, so it what, hadn't changed. What in the hell made you want to be a rapper? Um, to be honest with you, girls. Okay, I'm be perfectly honest with you. I started out beatboxing, and then I came across a beatboxer that was better than me, and we had a beatbox battle. And uh, it was my man Tim. It was my man. It made you put your crown. It down. was man. It was my man Tim Lampkin. <laughs> my man Tim Lampkin. We had a beatbox battle, and the stipulations of the beatbox battle was the person that lost the battle had to could not beatbox ever again. Okay. So I lost. <laughs> I lost that battle. <laughs> And because I'm an honorable man and that was the rules and that's how you did things, I did not beatbox ever again. And I started emceeing after that point, which turned out to be a good move on my part. So I got to thank Tim Lampkin for, for beating me in that beatbox battle because that's what made the MC come out at the time. But I lost the beatbox battle, actually, and I couldn't beatbox anymore. I didn't go anywhere else. I literally... Outside of me beatboxing to myself in the shower at the house, I've literally never beatboxed again anywhere since then because the stipulations were you cannot beatbox ever again. Yeah, and that was the rules. And, and if he had a lost, he better not have beatboxed ever again after that point. Uh, okay. That's how that goes. All right, all right. So now being in the industry this long and going through the rough edges and all of the glamour, the fame, the fortune, all of this good stuff, firewater boys, all of that. Why didn't you quit? What what the ups and the downs? How did you how did you weather that? Um Wow, that's a good question. Uh just having a, a, a lot of good people around me, man, who were able to talk to me about the industry and able to talk to me about the pitfalls like we had a lot of pitfalls and people that know me and Banner's story you know from getting signed as crooked letters to Warner Brothers up till now people understand the trials that we went through I mean we got we got robbed by a manager that, that took about 125 130 grand from us from our publishing when we got our first deal uh, from Gray Skies almost not even coming out and being released as an album to all of the legal entrapments that we had to deal with afterward with us not being able to use the name Crooked Letters which kind of which precipitated us ending up not ever doing another album again so you know all of those trials that we went through man all of those were learning experiences and I tell people all the time that you know failure is your best teacher those bad experiences are your best teacher and all of the learning most of the learning that I have gotten in the business has been practical experiences that I've had where I have failed miserably at something in order to learn what not to do the next time mm -hmm. so I know how to tell somebody 
ahead of time what's going to happen and how it's going to happen because nothing ever changes. This is just a continuous cycle. Mm-hmm. So it's not different. Even though there's different methodology and different terminology now as it exists, it's still the industry. So those same pitfalls that you have, you're going to have them if you don't have somebody around you that can amply tell you what to go through. You know, unfortunately, during that time, and you know this, we didn't have any predecessors. There was nobody that came before us. We were first generation uh, you know, hip hop heads in the city. So there was not another person that had done this the way we were doing it before us to be able to say, this is what you need to do and this is how you need to do it. So learning from that experience, I want to make sure and ensure that that never happens again to this generation of artists that are here. There was no me and there was no you during that generation and during that time. Mm-hmm. That's why we are here and that's why we're in the position that we're in right now. Okay. What, what, how do you feel? Um, being that you've passed all those years and you had Mississippi on your back, so to speak, uh, to be able to lay a platform for others to step on, how, how do you? Wh- how does that make you feel from day to day when you wake up? I mean, I won't say it's an obligation, but at the end of the day, I feel like I'm obligated because of what I went through. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Mississippi has always been maligned. Jackson has always been maligned. And this generation of artists that we have right now, Black, is probably the most talented generation of artists that we have had ever in my estimation you know during our time there were probably four or five people that you could pick out that you could say honestly would be able to go to the next level mm-hmm. we have a lot more of those artists these days but one of the things that they lack is the practical knowledge and the business knowledge to be able to account for themselves in this industry right now right. and it's important that people like myself and you are here to help them to guide through that so i learned at a point like i told you earlier i learned at a point that it was time for me to turn the page and it was time for me to end one chapter and start another and go into an administrative role. And fate just took me down that path that was telling me that my experiences and my talents were better served helping this new generation of artists as opposed to me trying to do it for myself. My time has gone and passed as being an artist. Uh, I love hip hop. I'm a child of hip hop. It is the culture that I grew up in. But it's like I told you. At one point, at some point, you realize that one chapter ends, you get to the end of one page, and you have to turn it. And uh, that's what I'm doing right now. And my goal every day, Black, when I get up, is to pour into these other artists. I so so you sitting here telling me that I can't pull you out, dust you off, man, and put you on stage. I'm done. I'm done. And that's not because I don't love it, and that's not because I might not get in front of the mirror, and I might freak, might freestyle or that's not to even say that I might not get in the studio again and spit a 16 because I am still to this day the greatest MC that's ever been produced in these 82 counties I feel like that understand that if you're watching that I am still the greatest MC that these 82 counties has ever ever produced and there's a there's a resume that exists for that there's also songs and there's also verses that you can use as study tools for you to go back to that i'm not just saying that because i'm saying it but you know since we're talking about it let's talk about it and let's talk about it in a real fashion but getting me to do it right now in a professional manner nah it's my 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 time my time you know somebody gonna tap you on the shoulder now right i mean you know who gonna tap me I mean, you, you you got a name? I mean, uh, hey, I'm not I'm not an MC. I'm just saying somebody uh, gonna tap I'm, you on I'm the show. I'm just saying. I'm just okay. saying. Right. There's, there's been a lot of generations, and you know, there's a lot of dope cats that are out there right now. And I'm not knocking anybody, but you know, over the course of time, the resume and the track record that exist, right. the body of work that exists out there, there's not another MC. <laughs> 
that has been greater than Kamikaze in these 82 counties in the history of Mississippi hip-hop. And MC. Those cats that you're speaking to right now, look right there in that camera and you tell them, give them some advice on what they need to do as artists, as producers, as DJs, because you've been around, you've been around all of that. Right. To be able to weather this storm that's out here right now uh, from the from the streets to the industry deals um, what lane to be in at a particular time with music and all of that that's a good question and I saw you and uh, I saw you and a homie was on here I think a couple of weeks back having this conversation I forget who it was probably DJ will yeah it was DJ will as a matter of fact um one of the first things that we need to stop doing, and if you're listening to me, and I want you to listen good, stop whining and complaining about your position that you were in. Stop blaming others for your shortcomings and your failures. Stop talking about gatekeepers and people who are playing favorites and all these other things that I hear people post about all the time to explain why they have not gotten to where they're supposed to get to as artists. You plan your work and you work your plan. And if you do that, I promise you over time, you will either find out if you're ready for this or if you're not ready for this at the end of the day. You need to be organized. You need to have a team of people around you that really believe and are invested in you as an artist. And you need to plan that work and you need to work your plan. There is nobody that has the physical ability these days with the technology that exists to stop you from getting anywhere that you need to get to as an artist. This generation of artists has the most tools available to them than any other generation that has ever existed. With the mere push of a button, you can bypass every level that you need to and go directly to the consumer with your product. Learn research go sit down with somebody who can tell you how to do these things and stop being so proud and stop being so tough and stop trying to be so hard and trying to figure things out on your own and go to people who can sit down and tell you exactly how to do this and learn how to build your own empire i don't when i consult with artists black and I consult with artists all the time, and that's what we do at Hourglass Media Group. We're at 256 East Fortification inside the Coonie Compound. You can come through if you want to get a consultation. When I sit down with them, I'm trying to pour into these artists so that they can become their own bosses and they can become their own label heads. In 2018, if you are still out here trying to get a record deal, you are probably the stupidest person that exists <laughs> on the planet. And I say things in the superlative like that because I want to make sure y'all understand how ridiculous it sounds in 2018 for y'all to still be going to these showcases and getting duped by these A&Rs with these showcases and paying this money because you want to get your demo heard because you're still trying to get a record deal in 2018 when you can take your music and make yourself available to every consumer directly that you need to make yourself available to. And if you have not learned how to freak that and finesse that yet, then you need to go, go to somebody that can help you to be able to do that. We have a lot of talent here, Black, and the only thing that's preventing a lot of people from getting to that next step is they just have not mastered the business side of it yet. And I think that's why we are so important at this point so we can help them. You know, when I run into artists now who don't have the music copyrighted, they don't, they're not up on streaming services. They don't have social media sites. They don't have a website. They come to the shows. They don't have merch 
at the tables when they come to the shows. You're still rapping over your vocals when you're doing live shows. You're not practicing on your shows. You're getting on stage saying, DJ, play my number six or play number seven. <laughs> If you don't have your stuff together, man, nobody's going to take you serious, man. And I go back to that again. Stop rapping over your vocals when y'all do shows, man. That is archaic. You don't have to do that anymore. And if you do that, it shows that you are not prepared to really put on a live show. Well, now, Kamikaze, now you know they, these cats ain't got wind like you do now. Come on. I mean, well, you know, they got technology, though. Okay. All right. Technology that made a whole bunch of people sound good It didn't sound good, right? Well, true, true Yeah, that. so, I mean, at the end of the day It's just asking I didn't have a win at first either, Black I mean, hey You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, okay, you, well, you know, what, what can you tell those now uh, You know, that You know that's, that, that you're talking to To do in that matter If you ain't got the win Let me tell you what you do You go outside let me get this out the way here. Right. You go outside, uh -huh. you start running, uh -huh. and you start rapping your lyrics to your songs. While you're running. While you're running. And you do that every day until you are able to go through an entire song while you are jogging down the street. It's simple calisthenics. Gotcha. It's just that simple. I guess y'all heard that now. And that then, means, means work out. Yes. I mean... You doing this as a bit like I tell people all the time, if you're really taking this serious black, if you're trying to do this as your profession, uh -huh. you need to treat it like this is supposed to be your profession, which means your mind and your body have to be on 10. Right. You can't be smoking every day. Right. If you, how you make if you make your money using your voice to rap and sing and you smoking every day. That's not somebody that's taking their profession seriously. You're not investing in yourself. Right. And if. If you're not going to invest in yourself, Black, who else will? Nobody else is going to invest in you at the end of the day. Great. Stop walking around here, man, with your hand out, asking people to give you something, and you're not coming to the table with anything in return. Networking, y'all call it networking, but actually what it is is y'all go to these events and y'all really looking for a handout. It's not networking unless you have something of equal or greater value to bring to the table. If you don't have something of equal or greater value to bring to the table, it's not networking. You're looking for a handout. And I tell people all the time, I can pull up to this same pond. You can pull up to this same pond right next to me. And you walk past all the rides and the reels and all the buckets of bait that's standing there right in front of you. And these cats will walk to the other side of the pond and they'll dangle their feet in the water and they'll wait for somebody to bring them the fish. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, sir. So you're going to walk past all those rides and reels and all that tackle. When all you got to do is grab one and bait that hook and put it in the pond yourself and you can catch your own fish. But a lot of cats these days just want to sit and wait and they want you to come with your bucket with the brim falling out the top of the, back, the, the bucket right there and they want you to hand them the fish. And then they'll walk off and get mad and cuss you because you didn't give them some fish <laughs> when they was on the same pond that you was on. And that's the attitude of a lot of cats these days, man. And like I said, I just speak the real and I speak the truth and I speak it from my heart because I done been down this road before. We have a chance right now to really make Mississippi be what it can possibly be. We don't have to run to Atlanta. We don't have to run to Houston. We don't have to run to Dallas. We don't have to run to L.A. You're going to leave Jackson where you might be the 15th best rapper. You're going to go to Atlanta and you're going to immediately be the 12,565th best rapper when you got the opportunity to do the same thing here that they do over there. They're not doing anything any different over there than what we're doing right here in Jackson. Don't let anybody tell you that. Okay, why do you think that is? Because now technology has made it such that <clears throat> it's not necessarily your locality does not determine how high you can fly.
Right. Because the people in Atlanta got the same technology that we have over here in Jackson. You have the ability to get to those same people that they can get to. Okay. So, I mean, I tell people all the time, man, it's just about how bad you want it. People say that they want this black, and you know this, and you've been there. People say that they want to do this, and they want to do it seriously, but they're not really prepared to put in the actual work that's prepared to be able to do it. So, you know, when I got to a point when I was like, I'm not going to rap anymore, and I decided that I wanted to be, you know, in management, and I wanted to open up a label, and I wanted to do consulting, and I wanted to do shows to give these artists a platform, I had to make sure that I wanted to go 100% with it. So I went out and made sure that I found the artist to start off my management company with, and I made sure I put the premier event together that I could put together for indie artists to be able to have these platforms so you know now we got Country Cousins we got the Country Cousins concert series you know now we got Mike Club uh, you know now we have all of these events we put together so these indie artists can do what they do Hourglass Media Group exists for people to be able to come and get consultations if they want to get consultations and at the end of the day when I decided that I wanted to get into the management thing I had to make sure that I found the right artist to begin doing what I was doing and I went out and I found Silas, and now I got one of the biggest underground indie hip-hop artists that exists in the state right now, probably in this region right now. Mm-hmm. We just got Dev Mac. Dev Mac just signed on to the team. He's not immortal. And, uh, you know, we planning our work, Black, and we working our plan, and that's it. And, uh, you know, this is a good thing. And all of my peers out there, all of us that did this in the 80s and 90s, you know, my advice to my peers that are listening to this is, is just learn to evolve. Learn to reinvent yourself. Our day and our time, although it was nostalgic and it was great and it set the stage, it's time for us now to turn the page and be in a position now where we can take these younger artists and take them to the heights that we could not go to. Moses traveled through the wilderness for 40 years with those folks and he didn't make it to the promised land it's not for us to make it it wasn't for us to be those people to do it it wasn't for us to do it it's for the generations that we sparked to be able to do it so those memories for me black this is fantastic and it's great and doing legends of the city all of that is fantastic all that is good but that's in the past now my drive every day and my focus every day is to make new memories and to to break new strides and to do new things. Bust your head to the white meat and same old clothes. That was great. Gray skies, crooked letters. That was great. All that stuff that we did, that was good. You can put that in the box and you can tie it up. All that was necessary for us to get right here. But now it's time to take it to the next step and do new things. Because I want to be like Lee King. I want to be rich like Lee King. And, uh, <laughs> and the only way that I can do that is, is concentrate on this game and try to get better and you know sit at his feet and sit at Jesse Thompson's feet and Art Barnett and people like that man and learn how to you know put stuff like Jackson Indie Music Week together put stuff like Juneteenth on Ferris together put these events together where we can have something that's going to be here for years to come the Ferris Street Festival is in its 30 something year Jackson Music Awards is in its 30 something year Mm -hmm. so when Jesse and Lee got together and tried to put that together and everybody was telling them oh it's crazy y'all shouldn't do that they kept doing it I want Jackson Indie Music Week if the Lord says the same and I'm here and I'm able to live, I want to see Jackson in the Music Week make it to his 30th year. I want to see Juneteenth on Farish make it to his 30th year or the Jackson Black Business Expo. I want to see it make it to his 30th year so that something can be here for my kids and my kids' kids that they can say started in Jackson and it continues to grow on. So as much as I know black, I'm still a student. 
as much as I know and as much as I've learned, as much experience I have, man, I'm still a student and I'm still learning. And I'm still sitting at the feet of people who have done this before me. And something that a lot of people don't want to do, I'm sitting at the feet of these young people, bro. Mm-hmm. They teaching me. Right. I'm sitting down at their feet and I'm learning from them what's going on. I sit down. I got a group of high school kids that I talk to and I sit and I talk to them and I learn from what they tell me to keep up with what's going on because mm-hmm. it helps me to shape what I do in business. I'm not too proud or say that I'm too old to sit down with some younger people and learn what's going on because things are evolving yes, every sir. day. Yes, so the worst thing you can do and the worst way you can look is be one of them old dudes who's still stuck in old ways talking about old things every day. Right. That's the worst thing that you can do. Right. So I sit at the feet of these young people, man, and they teach me. And I'm learning from them and I'm taking this from him, man. I thirst for knowledge every day, Black. Like it, I, I thirst for it. So I sit and I get their research, man, and that's what I want to do. And that's what I want everybody else to do, man. Let's be businessmen out here. Let's not just be artists. Let's be businessmen. Let's learn how to be build labels and build empires and build management companies and build promotion companies you know what i'm saying like yolanda does with her company you know what i'm saying i watch what she does all the time so you got to sit back and learn from people that are doing better than you bb king said this all the time find somebody that's doing really good at something that you want to do and watch what they do mm-hmm. and that's it and that's all i do i just sit back and i learn i don't say nothing i don't write nothing down i just sit back and i watch and i see how they do what they do and I continue to do what I do. And hopefully somebody's watching me in the same fashion, man. So uh, it's a good thing you're doing here, man. And yes, I know sir. I talk a lot and I know I ramble on a whole no, lot. But, no, uh, no, I, that's what I brought you down here for, to give it to them raw. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, make sure you give me a copy of this too, man. I want to see. Yes, do sir. we have some comments coming in or something? No, we will. We, we, oh, you record? We're watching the comments, man. Record. We, just, we, we live, but you record. we're recording at the same time. Hey, man, I can't believe this, man. Me and Black was in seventh grade band class together at Chastain, man. Like most of the cats that we came up with, Tony B and 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 D and all these folks, man, we went to Chestane Junior High. It wasn't middle school. It was junior high together, growing up on the north side. And all of us got into this music thing, man. And we're at, you know, where we're at right now. You know what I'm saying? It's fantastic. 50 at 50. At 50. I'm not quite 50. 50 years old. And I still, you know, I haven't figured out why Jay was still in the same class with me when we was that <laughs> in. If he a couple of years older than me, I don't know what happened there. We're I, not going to get into that. I slipped two years. Yeah. I mean, you know, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we came up together, I man. I got my wrist in for two years. Playing percussion, man. <laughs> playing percussion. That's how all of us got into doing these beats, man. Everybody that wanted to do something hip-hop, that's what we did. We was in the percussion session at Chestane, man. And that's how we came up doing what we was doing. And uh, unfortunately, Black still looks like he looked then. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I look a lot more suave and more more refined than I did then. But, uh, you know, it's still Brad and, and, and Jay James, infamous Jay James from back then, man. But, uh, you know, we just want to pour into these kids, man, and pour into this next generation. And I saw you doing your thing with the podcast, and you, you learned something new. Yes, sir. We didn't have podcasts. We didn't have this. This is not. This Re-invent is not something that we had. Reinvent me. Reinvent like you, you got to learn you know something new. Yep. Cut the dreads off. All right. Cut the braids off. It's called graduating. Called graduating. All That's right, it, man. Kamikaze, I thank you for coming through, sir. All right, man. Once again, it. we live at Freelance the Groove, man. Don't forget all of the artists, man, from the '80s and the '90s, hip hop artists. Y'all come down right now. A lot of y'all have been invited. But if you see this, come through, learn something, get yourself something to eat. We got free drinks. We got free food. Y'all come down and holler at us. Uh, and if you are age, you probably need to get on yeah. this apple cider vinegar. Yeah. 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 For, people, for people in our age bracket. Uh, that, uh, as a matter of fact, the young ones too. Uh, young, yeah, yeah, young ones too. Y'all need yeah. that more than I do. Yeah. Because uh, I don't have any of those problems thus far. 
So we're good. We'll be right back. 